0: Well, I was checking my heart which way for us to go tonight. How many of you know that it matters what God has to say to us? And it matters what you're hearing. Because what you're hearing determines where you, where you end up. Amen. I didn't bring anything new other than what your pastors have been preaching. See, you got to be careful about who you listen to. Don't listen to people that are not preaching the same thing your man of God is preaching. Amen. See, when I go into the local churches, I'm not interested in bringing anything other than what they have been hearing. Amen. Glory to God, because that's our job, to water and to nurture what you've been hearing. Amen. I'm not here to give you a special revelation that you've never heard before. Amen. I may share some things that are different that will help you go deeper. Into what you've been hearing but ultimately the mission is the same amen Amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah the Lord said to minister this to you you're gonna come into other places in the spirit praying praying you're gonna come into some rooms in the spirit praying and you will go farther farther and even find yourself assisting in greater measure that's amazing. I bless you. And I say, Open the doors and go in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Amen. Let's turn in our Bibles tonight to First Corinthians chapter 2. We will start reading from verse 9. I was checking my heart, asking the Lord which direction to go tonight. We're going to talk about following the Holy Spirit into increase. Every time the Spirit of God is leading you, He's leading you into increase. Every time. Every time. Amen. So let's start from from the scripture for a launching pad. First Corinthians 2.9, Father, I thank you again for the honor of standing before your people tonight. I stand in your ability that only you can give. Make my tongue like the pen of already writer to write this precious word, this life-giving word in the hearts of your precious people tonight. And I declare in the name of Jesus that your word will have free course among us and your word will be glorified and lives will be changed and brought up like you designed for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. It says, but as it is written, I had not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. The things. I used to just park right here and say, the things. Yeah. The things. It's not just one thing. On. Things. Yes, things. Oh, glory to God. Amen. The things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Somebody say, yeah, God prepared wonderful things for me, but what's next? How do you come into it? Verse 10. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Amen. Amen. How do you come into all that God has prepared for you? By his spirit. The spirit is to guide you into this marvelous provisions that God has prepared for you. Amen. Each time the spirit of God is guiding you, you are increasing. Amen. Amen. That means you are about to have something you didn't have before. That's increased, wouldn't you? Amen. Amen. And, another, and the manifestations of the spirit, the Bible said, is given to us to profit. Yes. That means to have something we didn't have prior to that, yes. to increase. Amen. Amen. Go with me. Let's look at another scripture before we dive into the deep. Ephesians chapter 2 in verse 10. If there's one scripture that I've worn out of my paper Bible is this verse. Oh my gosh. I pick it off the floor and I put it right back in there and I pick it. <laughs> I just wore that scripture out. Amen. Amen. I'd like to read it to you in Amplified Classic. Yes, I know you haven't heard it before, right? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Pastor Craig, right, right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Ephesians 2.10, they say, For we are God's own handiwork. I am God's own. God's own. I am a work that God put together. And that's you. Amen. Amen. His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew. Why? That we may do those good works with God predestined planned beforehand for us, taking paths yes. which he prepared ahead of time yes. that we should walk in them. What will be the result? Living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Taking paths, which he prepared ahead of time. Who is it that takes us through these paths? The Holy Spirit, the mighty Holy Spirit. That's his job. His job is to help you uncover and to transmit to you all that heaven has prepared for you. All that Jesus bought and paid for, for you. Yes, sir. Amen. Everything that you need to know about God, about your life, he knows. Yes. Bible says, no man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man yes. who is in the man. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man except the spirit of God. In Nigeria, you know, we have the privilege of ministering to some ministers and some pastors, and I will often tell people, you know, because there's so many junk out there, you know, so many doctrines, and I will tell people, you know, be careful what you're listening to, because it doesn't take much to get people to start looking to a man. You know, I'm gonna deliver you when I if I pray for you, you get if nobody delivers like I deliver are you? (laughs) You know, but people navigate towards these things and they build up a man of God instead of building Christ. But I will often say to the people, how do you know the spirit that is of God? How do you know? I know I'm I'm pausing. I'll be right back. How do you know the spirit that is of God? Bible say any spirit that confesses that Jesus has come in the flesh. That spirit is of God. But if the devil shows up, right, and just says, I don't believe that Jesus is Lord, you recognize him easily. So he doesn't often come that way. Right? But the way he comes to fulfill that that scripture is that he will come through people telling you that they are here to deliver you. They have special olive oil for you. They have special deeds for you. You know, they do some special prayers for you. To deliver you, and I will often say. So what Jesus did was not enough. So you have to now deliver the same people that Jesus already delivered. And you know what they're saying? Jesus hadn't come in the flesh. Because if they believed that Jesus had come in the flesh, they would believe what he did. That was side. Uh, sorry, but <laughs> glory to God. But the job of the Holy Spirit is to guide you and to bring you into all that already belongs to you. It has your name on it. Amen. 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 Glory to God. It has your name on it. Remember in that 1 Corinthians 2, look at verse 12. Verse 12, he says, now we have received. That means we have this Holy Spirit within us. Okay? We We have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Why? That we may know the things, again, things, not just one, things, this is a big key here, that are freely given. So you don't have to earn it. When the Spirit of God is leading you, He's not leading you to earn. Are you following? He's leading you to bring you into the experience of what's already yours. It's been freely given. You need to get this part. Because once you understand this, you will stop looking to yourself. You will stop looking to earn it. And you can freely receive knowing that it was freely given to you. Are you following? So one of the things you need to know that this is that these things are freely given to you. Amen. They are freely given to you. The trouble is that many believers don't recognize the leadings of the Spirit. And as a result, they look like they're trying to get What already belongs to them. If you don't recognize the one leading you to where your belongings are, you will act like you don't have. Amen. Amen. That's why what we were talking about this morning was very important. It's very important. Growing up spiritually. Developing spiritually. Developing your capacity to take in the things of God. You see, spiritual maturity or growing up spiritually leads to greater recognition of the leadings of the Spirit. It leads to greater recognition. See, some people's problem is not that things are not happening. It's just they are not following. Why are they not following? They are not recognizing. How do you recognize? You recognize with your Spirit. But if your spirit man is not developed, you will be looking to your head to get only what you can get from your spirit. Amen. Oh my gosh. To grow spiritually means you are walking in the spirit. To see what the spirit of God is showing or leading you, you have to learn to walk in the spirit. And part of walking in the spirit is developing spiritually. You're growing spiritually. And you know what that means? It means you're yielding to your spirit. You're no longer yielding to the flesh. You're yielding to the spirit. Yielding to the spirit. You see, yielding to the flesh keeps you from recognizing the leadings of the spirit. So as you mature spiritually, as you grow spiritually... As you develop spiritually, listening inward becomes big to you. We are to be led internally, not from outside. That's why people who are driven or governed by the flesh cannot recognize the leadings of the Spirit because the Spirit of God does not lead you according to the flesh. He leads you according to Truth that already exists. Hallelujah. Are you following? It's important that you grow spiritually because if you don't grow spiritually, guess what? You will remain a baby. That means you're functioning out of your head. You're functioning out of your flesh. And in verse 14 of that 1 Corinthians 2, it tells us that natural man receives not the things of the spirit. Natural man receives not the things of the spirit. Why? It says their foolishness unto him. What's a natural man? A man who operates by sense knowledge, a man who operates by reasoning. If you're going to reason everything out, you will struggle with recognizing the leadings of the spirit. Because it doesn't govern you based on reasoning. Amen. He governs you or guides you based on things that are reality. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Reality. Amen. Amen. So where are you to look for direction? You know these things, but we you know we're just going to water it. Where are you to look for direction? Hmm? In your spirit. Remember Proverbs twenty twenty seven. It says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Whatever it is that you are to receive from God, guess where it's gonna come to you from? From your spirit. Healing from your spirit. Prosperity from your spirit. Wisdom from your spirit. Everything that heaven offers to you is received by your spirit. And that's where the Holy Spirit guides you from. That's where you receive information about the next house to purchase. That's where you receive information about, about the next business dealing. That's, how, that's where you get information about your children. Yes. That's where you get it. That's where you get it. People who look outside forfeit what belongs to them. People who look outside, walk and pay for what they already own. How many of you like to be overcharged? Paying for stuff like twice. Three times. You know why? People do that with God. Come on. Yes, sir. Instead of taking the time to believe what the word said that these things belong to you and look to him who knows to share with you. People try to earn it. They try to walk their way through. They work so hard, they're so tired, they can't make it to services. Yes. Walking for something that God already provided for them. Watch this. That can only be accessed through the Spirit. spirit. Yes, sir. Amen. Through the Spirit. Amen. You see, to a natural man, that's foolishness. You mean I can just get ideas about money through my Spirit? Yes! 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 Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Remember in Romans chapter 8 in verse 16, it says that the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Let's read that scripture a minute. Let's just, I like to just go places on purpose just to get thrilled with what God is doing. Amen. Romans eight sixteen. It says, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Yes. Okay? It's not done talking. Okay? Look at the next verse. And if children. Okay? He bears witness with you that you are a child of God. And if children, then... Heirs, glory to God, heirs of God. That means everything God owns, you own with him. And joint heirs with Jesus Christ, with, with Christ. That means the witness of the spirit, the leadings of the spirit will go through these things. When he leads you, he leads you as a child of God. When he leads you, he leads you as an heir of God. When he leads you, he leads you as a joint heir with Christ. That's how he directs you. He will never lead you as a broke person. This is why people miss the leading. They are wanting God to lead them based on their circumstance. Just because you are encountering difficulties does not mean you belong to difficulty. Are you listening? The Spirit of God doesn't lead you as a person that's going through difficulty. He leads you as an heir. He leads you as an heir. See, that's why it's important to renew your mind with the word. Because you know what happens when you don't get this, you will make yourself a victim. And then you will be looking for a victim flow. You know, feel sorry for me. But it doesn't lead you like that. For him to lead you as a victim is to violate what Jesus did. And it's not possible. For him to lead you as one that is like, oh, I'm so down. No. He says he bears witness with you that you are a child of God. And if you're a child of God, you are an heir of God. And join heirs with Christ. Hallelujah. That's how he leads you. You need to know that. Because many times you encounter turbulence in life, you know, difficulties in life. And all of a sudden, if you're not careful, you begin to see yourself different. Yeah. And just that little switch of seeing yourself different will hinder your ability to recognize the leadings. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've been in lines, <laughs> in stores, you know. Just, you barely have enough to pay for what you think you need. Just in the just pay, pay, pay in there. And the Spirit of God will prompt me, I want you to pay for that. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> so pay for that. You know, you. this is, I think I preached this before, have I? Don't get acquainted with need. Get acquainted with supply. Yes. Yes. Become supply-minded yes. because that's how he guides you. So I'll be in a place obviously needing some help myself. Yeah. And he said, he sent me on missions several times. I want you to go help that pastor. I want you to go pay their rent for the whole year. I'm like, oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> But you see, I will do it because I know that voice. I know he doesn't guide me based on where, you know, what the conditions in my life is saying. He guides me according to the truth. And the truth is that I am an heir of God. I am not disconnected from supply. So if it can come through me, it will come to me. me, Amen. So I will send it. Send it. And as soon as I'm sending it, it's coming through another way to me. So it gets good. See, what was he training me? To learn to function as who you are. Because that's how he guides you. Each time you give an excuse for not responding to the leading of the Spirit, you have made yourself an ordinary person. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. So he guides you according to who you are, according to the fact statement that you are an heir of God. What's an heir? Everything. I mean, an heir means somebody bequitted things to you. You're qualified by inheritance. So that's how he relates to you. A joint heir with Christ I remember praying (laughs) telling the Lord this was years ago talking to the Lord about these difficulties that seemed so huge and I'm praying and I'm waiting to hear from him you know okay this one minute he's gonna respond to what I'm saying and he kept telling me about stuff he wanted me to do and I kept thinking do you know who you're talking to (laughs) this man has problems this man has issues that need to be addressed. He kept talking. He was addressing me as if I'm existing outside of those difficulties. Rightly so. Because I'm in Christ. I've been delivered. But you got to think it. You got to see yourself that way. And after fellowshipping for a while. He said to me, now I'm concerning that little problem. I'm like little problem. To me, it was huge. I said, to me, it was huge. How you think about your situation can keep you from hearing. He said, now concerning that little problem, I said, oh, yeah, okay. You know what I learned? It's little. He sees it as little. Apostle Paul called it a little light affliction. See, how you see things can keep you from hearing. Because God doesn't talk to you based on how things are. He talks to you according to the truth. He will guide you into all truth. All truth. To follow truth, you have to leave facts alone. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. So, I mean, we can go on and on and on and on and on on and on about these things. But these are a few keys you need to know. He guides you based on who you are. When you see the devil messing up so many things in your life, and you're praying, oh, God, handle this situation. (laughs) Oh, God, intervene. You can pray that all night and nothing will happen. And there will be a witness of the Spirit saying, rise up and take charge. Rise up and take charge. You know, we we used to sing this song, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Do you know God's version of that same song? Let the believer arise and the enemies be scattered. Because he said, he's giving you authority here on the earth. Whatever you bind on the earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on the earth is loose in heaven. See, we got to follow scripture if we want to recognize leadings. Amen. So let's talk briefly about a few things that will help you. The things that can hinder you, things that can hinder your ability to follow the leadings of the Spirit. Just a couple of things. Number one is speaking against your redemption. Speaking against your redemption. Look with me at Ephesians chapter 4 in verse 29. Glory to God. Are you having fun yet? Amen. Glory to God. Somebody's stomach has been out of order. It seems like twisted for a long time. Twisted is untwisting right now. God's walking on that. Is, is, does that mean anything to anybody here? Praise God. He's untwisting right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's untwisting right now. In the name of Jesus. Ephesians 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. When you speak against your redemption, when you speak corrupt communication, it grieves the Spirit. What is a corrupt uh, communication? Communication that does not edify. Communication that does not build you up. Communication that is contrary to who God said you are. Yes. I am so weak. I am. Uh, that's corrupt communication. That's like a virus. It will run through your system. Yes. See, he doesn't guide you that way. You see, each time you speak such corrupt communication, he redirects you. Are you following me? So you watch your mouth, watch what you say. Amen, Amen. watch what you say. You remember the people of Israel, you know, the Israelites. You know what kept them out of what God said belongs to them? Their mouth, their mouth. I mean, God was present leading them. He, He was the pillar of fire by night and the cloud during the day that's how, you know, that's, what, that's how he guided those over two million people. When the cloud starts to move, Moses will say, pum, 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 let's go. Everybody gather up and they go. And when the pillar of fire moves in the middle of the night, they go. Pum, 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 pum. Everybody gathers and they move. The same pillar of fire and the cloud that guarded them during the day is inside of you. He's inside of you. I said, he's inside. So you don't have to go like this outside. All you got to do, you make connection. He's inside. But you got to keep your mouth from talking about what you see. That's what keeps a lot of people it hinders your ability to recognize the leadings of the Spirit or to follow the leadings of the Spirit. Anything you talk about, you go towards to. That's good. Right? Yes. If you talk about difficulties all the time, solutions are on the other side. The Spirit of God is willing to guide you into it. Yes. But whatever you talk about, you're going towards to. That's right. yes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Your words... Hmm? Your words can disconnect you from what God destined for you.. Your words can keep you outside of the city limits of the blessing. The Spirit of God made this coming through my mouth. Uh, I think it was a couple years ago, last year, maybe, earlier this year, I don't remember. But he said to me, every man's future must travel through his mouth. Every man's future must travel through his mouth. In other words, what you fail to acknowledge with your words, you will not move with. So to recognize the leadings of the spirit, you have to be saying the same thing he's saying. If he calls you the head, you better be calling yourself the head. If he calls you above only, you better be calling yourself above only. If he calls you rich, you better be calling yourself rich. If he calls you healed, you better be calling yourself healed. Wherever your word goes is your destination. See, your words or your highways. You speak them, you travel through them. Hmm? And where your words don't go, you won't go. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it. Speak it over yourself over and over and over, day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. For then you shall build your own highways, and will bring yourself to the land that God designed for you to have. Hallelujah. (laughs) Do you know that you are only a stranger to the places that your words haven't been to? place that your words go to, you're no longer a stranger there. And that's one of the ways the Holy Spirit will guide you. He will give you words to speak that introduces you to places you haven't even been to in the flesh. So that when you get there, you're no longer a stranger. You know, when you're a stranger in a place, you act a certain way. In Nigeria, we say they act somehow. (laughs) Amen Amen. So many believers act strange around the blessing They act like it's not their own Lord just loan me this No, it is yours It belongs to you Hallelujah It 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 belongs to you I said it belongs to you I said it belongs to you I said it belongs to you Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For the curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree that the blessing of Abraham shall come upon us. Come upon us. You're not separate from the blessing. The blessing is on you. And he guides you with that in mind. Amen. 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 So what are you to do? Put it in your mouth. Talk it, talk it, talk it. Don't talk like you're going to get blessed. You are blessed. So I said, one day the Lord will bless me. You missed the whole news flash. (laughs) He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. How much more do you want? see, one of the reasons people look for more blessing is is because they're not utilizing the ones they have. Mm -hmm. Glory, glory, glory. See, you travel with your words. You travel with your words. You want to get to some places, start saying it. Because that's how the Holy Spirit, I mean, it is, you get into the Holy Spirit's lab, you will become, oh my word, it's amazing. Some of the things we are seeing in our lives today, the Spirit of God will have us be praying about it. And after we're praying for a while, he will always say, you can ask my wife, he will always say, now begin to say. Now begin to say. What is he training me to do? So I can go there. He gives you one of the biggest revelations you will receive. Is, see, see, how, oh, glory to God. Help me, Jesus. When the Spirit of God begins to guide you, the number one thing he does is that he brings you utterance. Utterances are packages that heaven put together with your name on it. Waiting for your call. Hmm? So that when you begin to pray in the spirit. I'm getting ahead of myself. Fine. When you begin to pray in the spirit. The Holy Spirit begins to bring those utterances to you. What are those utterances? Things that are already prepared for you. Everything that God does is housed in utterances, And one of the ways the Spirit of God will guide you, lead you, is that He will bring you utterances. He will bring you utterances. And when you speak, you're speaking things that are not seen in the natural, but they're already existing. And your words, your voices, your voice transfer them from the realm of God into this realm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. See, in the Old Testament, God would say, You know, wherever the soles of your feet shall tread upon, that, that place I have given you. Today we say, Whatever you say, that's what you have. You have what you say. See, back in the Old Testament, Our saying hadn't been restored yet. Amen. But in Christ, Amen. our saying was restored. Did you catch that? Yes. So you begin to say, and that's, look for utterances from the Spirit. Yes. When he begins to guide you, one of the first things he'll do, he'll bring you utterances. He'll you bring you utterances. Knowing now, knowing this, that you the words you say, utterances you say, you travel by. Yes. Because what you say, you will occupy. Are you following what I'm saying? And that's how he brings you into things. Now begin to say this. I had years ago, years ago, years ago. Oh my gosh, how many years? At least ten, at least twelve. I was praying. My wife and I were praying one morning, and the Spirit of God said to me, now begin to say, the man who's looking for you will find you. It seems like, you know, to the mind, to the natural mind, it seems foolish. The man who's looking, who's looking for me? Oh my gosh, who's looking for me? But I've learned to just repeat what the Spirit says. So I began saying, the man who's looking for me will find me. And lo and behold, a guy walked into our business back then and just struck up a conversation. We were talking and he goes, oh my gosh, my pastor would love to meet you. He takes my number, gives his pastor my number. He calls and we're sitting down at lunch. My wife and I and them sitting together. He said, I've been looking for you. Did you see? Yeah. That connection today is still strong. Same man. Come to find out, he worked for Dr. of Wow. <laughs> wow. Can you, I mean, these are the ways the Spirit yeah. brings us into things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, Very good. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Oh my gosh. So when you say, oh, God, lead me, oh, God, lead me, lead me. You see, you don't have to pray for God to lead you. Because you are a child of God, he leads you. Each time you start praying, oh, God, lead me, you are opening yourself up to confusion. It will be like, oh, God, give me eyes, give me eyes. Don't you have one? (laughs) Amen. You see, this is how people get into error. Instead of recognizing how God works, they're trying to get God to work according to their own system. Oh my gosh, I'm saying too many things to you. I hope you're catching it. Amen. Something else, somebody's wrist. Where are you? Stand to your feet. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Something else that will help you <laughs> so you don't hinder your ability to follow the leadings of the Spirit is, again, we talked about it this morning, walking in love. How oh, This preacher just talks about walking in love all the time. Don't you have another message? <laughs> Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples because you have love one for another. Don't you think it's a big deal? Look with me. Let me show you something. Look at Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 1. Ephesians 5. Look at verse 1. We will read verses 1 and 2. It says, be ye therefore followers of God as their children. How can you follow God? By following his spirit. Okay. And look at that. And... Walk in love. Be followers of God, walking in love. So each time you're walking in love, you're following the Spirit. So when you're not walking in love, you're not following the Spirit. And where you end up, oh my gosh, no man knoweth. You see, when we stop walking in love, we're no longer following the Spirit of God. Be followers of God and walk in love. Follow the Spirit, walk in love. Remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, that, first cha- uh, that chapter 13 was talking about love. Yes. And then verse 14, it tells us, uh, verse 12, it was telling us about the moves and the manifestations of the Spirit. And he told us to desire it. And how do we desire it? He said, walk in love. Walk in love. You want to see the spirit. You want to enjoy the leadings of the spirit. Keep yourself in the love of God. Yes. Walk in love. Because when you walk in love, your eyesight is good. Yes. Yes. You can see and you can hear. When you step outside of love, is a step into difficulty. It is. Yeah. Unnecessary difficulty. And when you enter that, then you're no longer able to hear. That's why it's important to walk in love. Walking in love keeps you in a place to recognize the leadings of the Spirit. Because He is the Spirit of love. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Something else that will help you. We talked about this briefly. We went in and out of it uh, to keep you from, being, from hindering your ability to follow the Spirit of God is learn to yield to the Spirit of God in prayer. Learn to yield to the Spirit of God in prayer. Do you know you can pray without the help of the Spirit? And you don't go places. You don't travel many places. You remain local. You don't go deep. Hmm? Utilize the help of the Spirit. Because things you pray out are things you've seen. And that's how you're able to recognize His leadings. Yield to the Spirit in prayer. You see, prayer is a dialogue. You're talking with God. He's sharing secrets with you. His Spirit knows where all the secrets are. And here we'll go in, we'll grab one utterance and give it to you. You speak it and light shines. You speak it and light shines. But if you don't utilize his help, you will miss everything that's available to you. Amen. 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 Learn to you to the spirit of God in prayer. In Romans 8:26, it says, the spirit helpeth our infirmities What's one of the infirmities? We know not. Huh? What we should pray as we are. Somebody who is in business, you're praying about, Oh God, I need a breakthrough. Oh God, I need a breakthrough. And you let God, you know, Father, I know that you have provisions for me. I know that everything that has to be with my life, you've already prepared. I am looking to you to guide me into it. Spirit of the living God, I look for utterance. I yield my tongue to the utterance of the Spirit. And you stop praying in the Spirit. You stop praying in the Spirit. What's happening, you are allowing Him to help you. If you don't do this, the, your mind will convince you to believe one thing being the issue when it's not. You see what I'm saying? Because your mind only goes by what it sees, what it processes. And what you see is not all that there is. There's a whole world of things you don't see. Everything you see in this world, in this realm, they came from unseen realm. So if you want to address what you're seeing in the natural, go to the source. Go to the realm of God. Amen. And that's where the Spirit of God will help you. Praying in the Spirit. I like to, <laughs> you know, these days I go back, that I have prayer notes where I just pray and I write as I pray. Some of the things we're seeing today, God had me pray out in the Spirit as far back as 2002, 2003, 2004. In 2004, I was praying in the Spirit. Isn't is my note? Oh, Rabo Shalom. Just praying. But as I was praying, I've learned to write. As I was praying, that things will come, as things will come to you. And on that note, 2004, I, I heard it. churches planted, churches planted, Nigeria, churches planted, Nigeria. Oh, you know, just. And I never even connected the dots. It never even crossed my mind that I will ever go back to Nigeria to start churches. Until one day I was prompted, look at the notes. It it scared me. (laughs) Because some of the things there I've done and some of them I haven't. So I'm like, oh God, let's just, let's talk about the other ones, Lord. (laughs) But you see, praying in the spirit allows you to get the help of the one who knows. Amen. He helps you. So yield to him in prayer. Yield to the spirit in prayer. Allow him to help you. Don't tell the spirit how to help you. Oh, come on. Let him help you. Yes. You know, people, I tell them, people have ways of praying at the beginning of the year. Oh Lord, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Oh God, this is what we're going to do. It's like you get everything that you're going to do and you say, in your prayer, you're saying to God, just sign here. (laughs) God, just sign here. But he doesn't do that. You want to walk in what's available to you. Allow him to direct you. Yield to him in prayer. In other words, don't go to prayer with your own agenda. I'm talking about trying, uh, praying to ascertain the plans of God, or the things that belong to you. You just pray, I just wanna know. I just wanna know. And if you will be diligent to do this, you will hear him say phrases to you. Say this, say this, say this. And when you do, it's opening heaven, it's giving you the opening to transport it from the realm of God, Into your life. Because you've been there. Amen. 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 Praying Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit helps you to discern the leadings of the spirit. Because you discern with your spirit. You discern with your heart. Bible said in 1 Corinthians 14, 14, When I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. And your spirit is where the leadings come to. So praying in the spirit keeps your spirit man active. And when you are active, you are able to recognize these, these leadings. And he's able to pass it on to you. So take time to pray in the spirit. Take time to pray in the spirit. Praying in the spirit is your place of knowing. Praying in the Spirit is your place of cooperation with God. He who prays in an unknown tongue cooperates with God. Remember what John Wesley said back in the day? That, you know, it seems like God is limited without us praying. I mean, we can all just, we plead guilty to all. But we can change it. We'll start praying. We'll start praying. When we pray, we know more. When we pray, we know more. You even know which college to go to. (laughs) Some of you here, that belongs to you. You know which which college to go to. Which college to go to. Which college to go to. These days, oh my gosh, is there any good? But at least you know. Anything that the Spirit of God is guiding you towards, then you are in faith. And faith is the victory that overcomes the world. So when you're not being led by the Spirit, you are outside of faith. And if you're outside of faith, you're outside of victory. The Spirit of God always guides you into faith. Are you here? Cooperate with God in prayer.